Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. It's Cody Gotham's Cape Crusader, and we're keeping it geekly. Yes, this is your number one stop for all things geek culture, from comic books to video games and so much more. And man, oh man, am I excited, because not only do we have some awesome news fresh off the press, but we have those brand new DC comics coming right out the oven. So without further hesitation, let's go ahead and see what's buzzing in the geek world. Right off the rip, it looks like DICE's head of design, Fozzie Mesmar, is leaving the company following Battlefield's 2042's launch. Yes, you heard that right. After being considered one of Steam's worst reviewed games ever, it looks like DICE's head of design, who has previously worked on Battlefield and Star Wars Battlefront franchises, has decided to leave the game following the launch of Battlefield 2042. Now, it looks like this is what his email actually detailed. It was an absolute pleasure to serve on the best design teams in the galaxy. The incredible design work that you do continues to inspire me every day. Thank you for putting some faith in me. I hope I didn't disappoint. I have been made an offer I couldn't refuse at another company that has been kind enough to wait for me until we shipped Battlefield 2042. It was super important to me to be here with the team as we achieved this historical milestone. Now, it looks like Mesmar's final day with the company is going to be today, and then he'll be moving to Stockholm, Sweden to begin work at the new company, which is currently unknown. Now, onto our next piece of news. It looks like Zack Snyder might have teased Final Crisis on his Thanksgiving post. Now, take this with the biggest grain of salt, but it looks like months after the release of Zack Snyder's Justice League, he had a Thanksgiving post that some are hoping are hints at a return to DC Films. Now, in a post that was just simply cashed thankful, Snyder shared a photo of his turkey, which in the background fans noticed a copy of Absolute Final Crisis, along with a pair of notebooks on top of it. Now, they took this and combined it with a tweet from artist Clay Stab that showed Darkseid and Desad along with Zack Snyder's Justice League hashtag, and this has fans excited for something that might be happening. Now, Stab did later go on to admit that this was something that he sketched while watching the Snyder Cut, but others aren't convinced. Now, with all the hype behind Zack Snyder for his success with the Snyder Cut, only time will tell if this does come to light. But I gotta be honest with you, I think it's gonna be what's needed to save the DC Cinematic Universe. Leave your comments down below. That being said, though, we're going to be moving on to our last piece of news. It looks like Ranger of the New Republic was finally scrapped and is no longer happening. Now, it looks like Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy has finally broke silence, and it looks like Star Wars Ranger of the New Republic never even had its scripts written. Now, this was announced in December 2020, with Cara Dune being one of the main focuses, serving as a spinoff to The Mandalorian. Now, only months afterwards, though, Gina was cut and Lucasfilm went effectively radio silent on the project. Now, in a new interview with the Empire, as per comic book, Kennedy finally addressed the status of Rangers of the New Republic and seemingly confirmed that the show is well and truly dead in the water of the series. Kennedy says, quite simply, we'd never even written any scripts or anything on that. Now, with a lot of people already not liking Kathleen Kennedy and how she's handling Lucasfilms, I'm wondering what a lot of people are going to say about this. I, for one, already thought the series was dead as soon as Gina was cut. But a lot of people still had hopes. Now, with that being said, that does wrap up our Week in Geek. But stay tuned. We got those fresh polls coming right off the press. We're going to be starting with Task Force Z, issue number two, written by Matthew Rosenberg, with art being done by Eddie Barrows. Now, this issue begins rather violently as we see that Red Hood's half frozen within the ice. Bane and Man Bat are dead and Bloom is missing with Arkham Knight clawing her way to kill Red Hood. Now, he's told there's no help coming and that he needs to do his best not to damage her brain and needs to locate Bloom. Now, we pivot to Bloom, who's tracking down a bleeding Victor Freeze, and in a rather surprising turn of events, he kills him and takes the Lazarus resin pills. Now, with Red Hood on the verge of getting his face eaten, we see Bloom throw the resin pills to Arkham Knight, which effectively distracts her and gives Bloom enough time to rescue Red Hood. Now, during this panel, we see Bloom purposely mislead Jason on what happened to Victor, and that left me with a rather interesting question. 
Now at the Task Force Z headquarters, we see Jason's ready to leave and spill the beans to the Gotham Gazette, but he's swayed by Crispin as he sees that Manbat and Bane are resurrected, with Bane trying to scream, but his lungs and vocal cords aren't quite formed yet. Now Jason refuses to go into the next mission until he has someone that he can trust watch his back, and they are happy to provide none other than Hannah Hobart. Now as they're on to their next target, which is the Cobra Cult, there's going to be a whole lot of slaughtering and bloodshed to be had, even more so when Jason finds out that Hannah is the Sundowner. Now it's been quite some time since I read anything regarding Task Force Z, and with Red Hood at the helm of this, I was more than happy to pick this book up, and man, it definitely blew my expectations out of the water. Now on to our next book of the week is going to be Robin issue number 8, written by Joshua Williamson, with art being done by Gleb Melanoff and Max Dunbar. Now, as this issue starts off, the Lazarus Pit is beginning its transformation, bringing us into Robin versus Hawk for the last time. Flatline is revived, only to see that Robin and Hawk have been standing there for over an hour waiting for the other to strike. Both are, for the most part, evenly matched in the beginning, with each strike being met with a counter. Now, the tables violently turn as Robin is able to draw blood from Hawk, and things do not look good as the blows get more and more vicious until Robin is effectively beaten down. And as Hawk is standing over him, he pretty much tells him to stop taking the abuse, but Robin's been being abused his whole entire life. Now, things keep getting more heated until Hawk snaps his neck. Now, everyone still has their third life, but no one wants to challenge Hawk in fear for losing it. But Mother Soul has other plans as she opens the Lazarus Pit, unleashing the demon, and all means of escape are cut off from the island, and everybody's left fending for their lives. Now, in typical Damien fashion, though, things get even more climatic as we see him rising above the ashes, ready to pit it all, to save the island. Now onto our last book of the week, we're going to be hitting you with Batman Detective 1045, written by Mariko Tamaki, with art being done by Dan Mora. And we begin this issue with the citizens of Gotham seeing this parasite leak from the sewers and onto the streets, referring to it as Batman stuff, pivoting to Batman trying to revive Mayor Nakano after shocking him with electricity to save him. Now, after successfully bringing him back, the pair discovered that there could be thousands of these parasites all over the tunnels, creeping into the streets of Gotham, and as the Bat family runs through the streets to combat these parasites and save people, we see Batman and Nakano stumble onto the evolution of a problem unsolved, aka the motherload of all parasites. Now it's at this point we see Batman finally tell Nakano everything he knows, ranging from Hugh Vile being at the heart of this to Mr. Worth infecting him, evolving into Batman, effectively pitting this all on Nakano since he sided with the magistrate and targets anyone with a mask. And while he was out hunting those masks, the heart of this problem was growing in his office. Now while the pair escape though, they have a bigger problem at hand as this huge parasite begins attacking them and Batman's original shocking tool isn't going to cut it. Now our Cape Crusader is in some troubled water, but he gets a helping hand from Mayor Nakano and the pair may have bitten off more than they can chew. Now, with that being said, that does wrap up today's podcast. You can always catch me on my respective social media platforms at Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and so much more at Jopper Cody. And as always, if you enjoyed today's video, be sure to turn on notifications, hit subscribe. But most importantly, guys, keep it geekly.